Chapter 8, Summer 1973, Age 18. Leeds, New York, was a postage stamp compared to Brooklyn. Outside of its Main Street scenario of antique shops and quaint cafes, there was nothing around for miles. And for guys like Robert and Little Joe, this was a setting for insanity. Fat Andy had arranged for the two to hide out in the town of about 300 while the fire from the killing settled down. They stayed at a sprawling ranch once owned by the 1930s mobster Happy Mayoni, one of the infamous members of Murder, Inc. He was the grandfather of Anthony's girlfriend, and Robert figured that connection made the ranch available for their use. With the tiny population came the certainty of everyone knowing everyone else. Considering this and the fact that it was well known that the infamous ranch was still owned by the mob, two hoodlums like Robert and Little Joe would be easy pickings for the county sheriff. So once again, they were given strict orders to stay inside. Five months after Fat Andy sent them to Leeds, Robert and Little Joe were sitting in the living room watching the Mets slam the Astros, doing their best to fight the boredom and anxiety. They heard a knock at the door. Robert got up quickly and turned down the TV while Little Joe went to the door. Who is it? It's the cops, you freaking moron. Let us in or we'll blow your little house down. Little Joe looked at Robert and smirked as they both recognized the voice. He unlocked the door and opened it to Anthony and Angelo. Anthony had been there several times, but this was Angelo's first visit. After everyone exchanged handshakes and hugs, Angelo took a case of beer into the kitchen and sat it on the countertop while Anthony dropped a bag of groceries next to it. What brings you two here? Robert said as he examined the contents of the bag. Thought you could use a little company. Are you kidding me? You already kept us company several times. You need to be telling us you came to get us out of this hellhole. Hellhole? Anthony examined the room. What? All you have to do is sleep, eat, and watch TV all day in this gorgeous place. Can't you ride horses here? Little Joe smirked at the horse comment. It's driving us crazy. You can take just so much of it. It's like being locked up with no bars. After getting four cold beers from the fridge, Robert handed them to Little Joe and their guests, and then popped his while he took his place at the dining table. Give it to us straight. How long before we get to leave this place, he said. Anthony sipped his beer. Soon. Things are in the works. What does that mean? It means things are in the works, just like I said. Got a lawyer working on the situation. Got elections coming up in November. Elections? What does that have to do with us? Anthony sighed. Well, if certain individuals are elected, then we should be in a better situation, if you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean. I mean, certain individuals are in our back pockets. If they're elected, like certain judges and such, then we should be able to see a lot of leniency, just in case you have to go to court. Oh, okay. Robert scratched his head. But we're going to try to avoid all that. Just stay out of trouble. Do as you're told. Not long after Anthony and Angelo's visit, Fat Andy ordered Robert and Little Joe separated. Robert supposed Fat Andy split them up so that if one got busted, the other would still be free. Whatever Fat Andy's reasoning was behind the move, Robert never knew. He stayed in Rochester for a short stint right before he was summoned to return to New York. His brother-in-law, Polly, picked him up, and they drove to an unfamiliar bar in Brooklyn. The sign on the door indicated the bar was closed. Robert sat in silence, trying to figure out what was going on. He didn't think he was in any kind of trouble, even though he had griped about his situation over the last few months. It wasn't that he lacked gratitude for what was being done for him. On the contrary, the attention he was receiving 
made him feel important, like he was somebody. His problem was refraining from his usual activities of going to the clubs and having a good time with his friends. Still, complaining wasn't going to get him into water hot enough to warrant a clandestine meeting with someone unknown. He considered the possibility that he could be meeting a lawyer who would represent him in court, since that was something he and Anthony had talked about. As he and Polly sat in the car, another vehicle pulled up behind them and out stepped little Joe and his uncle. Let's go, Polly said, and he and Robert got out of the car. No one said anything as the four men came together and entered the bar. It was very dim, with the wood-paneled walls and the predominant cove lighting adding to the effect. The jukebox was playing Bad Bad Leroy Brown as Robert took in the surroundings. He looked to the back corner of the bar and saw the dark figures of three men sitting at a table, shrouded in a fog of smoke. As he got closer, he saw Fat Andy with a cigarette clamped between two fingers. He felt he should recognize one of the other men, but nothing was coming to him. There's the boys, Fat Andy said as Robert and Little Joe stopped at the table. I want you to meet some friends of mine. He motioned to the man Robert thought he knew. This is Nicky. Nicky held out his hand to Robert. We met before at Alberto's club. Oh yeah, Robert said as he shook his hand. I was a kid at the time. Alberto had a lot of good to say about you. Is that right? Yeah. Said you had a lot of spunk. He motioned across the table. This is my friend Lenny. Robert and little Joe both shook his hand. Have a seat, said Fat Andy. The four men pulled up chairs to the table and sat. After ordering drinks, Fat Andy got to the business at hand. The reason I brought you two here is because I'm about to call in a favor. You two need to keep moving so the cops don't find you. So I'm sending you to Jersey with these friends of mine. Fat Andy pointed to a table across the room where three other men sat. The one in the middle nodded towards them. These guys will take care of you. Nikki and Lenny here are going to be the go-betweens. You need anything, these two will take care of it for you. Got it? Yeah, Robert and Little Joe said in unison. After the meeting, Robert and Little Joe drove with the three men who belonged to the Campesi crime family to New Jersey, where they stayed at a hotel for a couple of weeks. After two weeks, they were moved to an apartment. Robert and Little Joe were very upset with the situation because they were told they had to earn their keep by working at the Campesi-owned restaurant washing dishes. In Robert's mind, he was well above such menial work. Fortunately for him and Little Joe, the cops busted the guys hiding them out before any trouble arose. Out of options, Fat Andy was forced to bring Robert and Little Joe back to New York.